Okay, Devach, everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, one of the most famous Chesidish Rebbe's was Ritzvi Lamelech of Dinov, more commonly known as the Bnei Sasser. He was the, uh, the nephew of the Nevi Lamelech. It's a big, big tzaddik. And so it was known amongst all the tzaddikim that one of the most, one of the most unbelievable moments in a person's life, according to the tzaddikim, was actually the moment of passing away. You know, obviously for, for those that are there, for the students and the families, it's a tragic moment. But for the tzaddik himself, if he's able to be uh, alert and conscious, by the, by, the, by the tzaddik, it was a big avoid at that moment of, of giving one's neshama over to the Rabbani of reconnecting to one's creator, of having certain kavanas and yichudim. There's a lot of avoida that went around that moment uh, by tzaddik, and there was zaycha to be of sound mind at that time. And so the Bnei Soscher was one of those tzaddikim. The Bnei Soscher, uh, at the end of his life, got sick, and he saw the moment coming, and he made a lot of achanas, and the chassidim saw that it was a big avayda by him, you know, to wash his hands a lot, and saying certain, uh, saying certain tehillim, and certain kavanas, and yichudim, and it was even a well-known thing amongst the tzaddikim, that at that moment, to somehow uh, take their payas, and connect it to their beard, a lot of avayda, a lot of achanas went into that moment. And so all the chassidim are around the bed of the Melech of Dinah of the Bnei Sasra, and it's getting close to that moment of where his neshama is going to, you know, become reunited with its maker. And all the chassidim are around and all the avayda has been leading up, leading up and building up and building up until finally the Bnei the, the, the opens his holy mouth to say the following sentence. And all the chassidim are, are thinking, this is the last words that the, that the, the Bnei Sasra is saying in the world. It must be the most powerful, most deep message of all. So the Bnei Sasra opens his eyes and he looks around the room. And he says, there's a Shmuel here. So they look around, Shmuel, Shmuel. So there was a, a Yid in the back, a guest, someone that's not a, someone from the town. And he was Shmuel. And he puts up his hand and says, yeah, Rev, I'm here. And so Bnei Eschoser says, Nur Shmuel, what's going to be with the wool? What's going to be with the wool? So it's very expensive, the wool. So, so Shmuel says, you're right, Rev, I don't know what's going to be with the wool. So Bnei Eschoser says, I'll give you a bracha that Bez Hashem, you should be zeichet to sell it with high profits, and you should make a lot of money from that. And with those, those were the last words on the Tzvi Lamelch on uh, the Bnei Sasra's holy lips. And with that, he is neshama, you know, reconnected to its to its maker. So after that moment, you know, with time, the Chassidim were contemplating what just happened. Like, what was that conversation about? And what was amazing is that after that day, Rishmuel was gone. So obviously rumors began to spread amongst, you know, amongst the students. Uh, it was Elionovi, it was one Lamba Tzadikim. What does it mean? Wool, profitable, expensive, all these words. Like, it must have been secrets of Torah going on over there, some secret conversation. What, what, what was the message? What was the big avoida at that last moment? So after the Chassidim were trying to figure this out and trying to, you know, uh, understand the, the depth of wool maybe and to see on this, you know, how this fits in Avodah Hashem, they decided they have no choice. We're just going to go to the... They couldn't figure it out. So they went to the, uh, the Bnei Sosker's son, uh, Tzaddik in his own right, and they asked him, you know, it's during Shiv, but he asked him, like, what was the, what was the, what was the, 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 the Tzaddik's in you with that last sentence with the Shmuel? Who was this Shmuel? What's going on? So, so the Bnei Sosker's son told him, he said like this, you know, my father was a big Tzaddik, and you guys are thinking that his last mer- words must have contained the deepest secrets of Tyre and the deepest mysteries. But I'll tell you what was going on. This Rav Shmuel that showed up that day, he was a, he's a Yid, 
and he's not from here, but he comes a few times a year occasionally. And he's one of these guys that, you know, he every once in a while he changes businesses. You know, he goes to this venture, usually doesn't work out, goes to a different one. And he doesn't have the biggest miles in the world, but he's always one of these uh, entrepreneurial types, always trying new things. And when he came into the room, my father with his Ruch HaKadosh sensed that Rishmo was there. And from correspondence that would happen, that were happening the last time he was there, my father remembered that he was getting involved in the wool business. Now, my father happens to know that the wool industry at that moment, the expenses, you know, it was very, 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 very expensive. And so my father was partially concerned for this guy's parnasa. And he's thinking to him, and my father was expressing, no, Rishmo, the wool is expensive. The wool is expensive. What's going to be? And so Rishmo said, I'm not sure, Rabbi, what's going to be. And the last words, my, my father's holy lips, that came out of my father's holy lips was, Pashit Abracha for a year that he should be able to have a parnasa, that he should be able to sell the wool at a nice price to make a living for himself and his family. So, and, and Bnei Sosker's son told the Chassidim, he said, you think the last words of my father's lips were some deep, esoteric, mysterious thing. The last words of my father's lips were, were the most important thing in his life, which is helping another Yid. And even if it might not might have been any mysterious thing, when he said wool, he meant wool. When he said expensive, he meant expensive wool. And when he gave that yid a bracha that he should sell it profitably, that's what he meant. But that was the that was the avoid of itzali. That's the avoid of my father, just to help another yid. No, to appreciate what that's like to help another yid and to say kind words, to encourage and to give good advice and so on. And sometimes we get caught up in trying to uh, float away in heaven when in reality heaven's facing us. Right in front of our face. You help another year, you say a kind word, you do a mitzvah, a practical mitzvah. It's the greatest gift of all. Hashem should bless us this week. should be a week full of Nechama and Yeshua and Bracha. Adbali, Dai, Vyaskal, Tzedek, Mehervi, Amen.